Did you call bank? I call game. <laughs> Welcome back to Calling Bank. The NBA season is, what, about a month away? Maybe six weeks. And we are very excited. This week, we're going to go through the Central and Southwest Division of the NBA. A couple of previews on all those teams. Each fortnight, we'll go through two new divisions. Say, what's going well? What's not going so well? Uh, Damon, Will, as always, thanks for joining me. Harry, pleasure to be here, as always. Pleasure to be here. Uh, let's start off with the Central Division. So, Will, what are the teams in the Central Division? Well, we've got the Milwaukee Bucks. Who? The Milwaukee Bucks. Are they? 2021 NBA champions. Are they still relevant now that Nets are healthy? Yes. I think they're the second best team in the East. All right. So we've got the Bucks. We've got the Bulls. Yep. We've got the Pacers. Yep. We have the almighty Cavaliers. Oh, God. And we have the Detroit Pistons. Oh, God. All right. Where are we starting with this? I'm going to start with the best. Let's start with the best and finish with the worst. Detroit Pistons. Let's go. (laughs) Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah. What do they do during preseason? I actually thought, and Damon, as the resident Bucks fan here, you can you know tell me your thoughts. I actually think they had a pretty good preseason. I think they did a lot of good things. I mean, preseason or offseason? Off season. Off-season. Sorry, off-season. Pre-season. Oh, pre-season. Excited, Will. I know. Sorry. The biggest gain for me this offseason was re-signing Bobby Portis. I yes. thought that was one of the keys. On a ridiculous deal as yeah, well. Yeah, very team friendly. Yeah. Two years, nine million dollars. I know there's the player option for the for the second year, but still very good. The biggest loss, really, was losing PJ Tucker to the Heat. Um, but really, it's a 35-year-old, 36-year-old PJ Tucker who wouldn't even be in the starting lineup if Dante DiMincenzo wasn't injured during the finals. So let's not forget that. Overall, their team, starting five-wise, is effectively the same that won the finals, other than obviously well, switching Tucker and DiVincenzo. But T- DiVincenzo probably is a better fit. You're moving Giannis up to the four, Middleton to the three. It's a pretty good team. Really, the question is... They're going to be top three in the East. Are they going to win again this year? Um, look, I, I don't think the Bucks. I don't think the Bucks got worse, but I, I don't. Hard for me to see them having gotten better. I think no. you have to really rely on internal growth from Giannis again. And each year he has delivered, but it's at some point when you're already arguably the best player in the league, you have to ask how much more can he improve because that's that's the determining factor of their ceiling right now. Um, and it always has been right. Mm. Giannis, you know, is a top three player, um, and they don't grow on trees. So no matter who Milwaukee puts on that team, you're going to live and die by Giannis. Um, I do think the fact that uh, they got George Hill, who's much better backup than Jeff Teague, yep. uh, helps. I think DiVincenzo... DiVincenzo's always been interesting. Um, if he can, you know, just be healthy this year and just do a lot of what he did last year, I think that's fine. Um, I think realistically for the Bucks, staying much. the same is actually a very... Like, you're the NBA champion. Staying yeah. the same is, is pretty much what you want. However... the Lakers who uphold the entire I mean, I still, I still like their bench. Like, I, like if you think better bench, this year, I, I think it's better. You've got George Hill. They were able to trade for Grayson Allen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They've got Pat Connaughton, who I thought was excellent during the finals. Underrated yeah, as all hell. Um, and then you've got kind of Rodney Hood, Semi Ojale? Yeah. From the Celtics. Yeah. And you got Bobby Porter's. Like, it's bench wise, they're, it's they're good. And the starting five is. is I think that their bench is fine. definitely deeper. Their mm. starting five is about the same. Um, Bryn Forbes was unplayable. The, the, I, I like Grayson Allen better than Bryn Forbes because at least he has a bit of size. Mm. Bryn yeah. Forbes is too small. Um, Grayson Allen's Allen. not a good defender, but he's not. Like, Bryn Forbes was statistically one of the worst defenders in the NBA. That's why he was unplayable. Oh, yeah. In the finals. But also, Grayson Allen. 
was fantastic in those playing games. Like he was yeah, even he was in the series, like he was a very important piece my, for my, my hot take is it would not surprise me to see Grayson Allen in the starting lineup by the end of the year wow. because how much they need shooting. Mm. Uh, that that all depends on how DiVincenzo plays. But the Bucks have always had this shooting guard by committee style mm. for the last three years. So I think Grayson Allen could get a lot of minutes. It really depends on Dante um, and Pat. I think Rodney Hood's interesting. I don't think he moves the dial. Though. No. I think I think for the Bucks, it's a failure of a season if they don't make the Eastern Conference Finals. I agree. Yep. That's 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 their ceiling. I think they realistically lose to the Nets, but that's that's a pretty good season. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, let's move on to a team that's really interesting: mm. um, the Chicago Bulls. Well, they, they definitely made the biggest splash in the offseason. Uh, there was rumours as well that Marcus Aldridge was going to sign with them, but I think he's, he's going back with the Nets. Um, so, Will, tell us, what were, their, what were their key signings and additions and losses? Yeah, so, I mean, the way that I've kind of put it, I think their biggest gain, obviously, was Lonto Ball. I think their biggest game was losing Lowry Marketing. Oh, yeah. What <laughs> I mean, happened to him? He had one great season. I know, I didn't even put it. The biggest loss they had, in my mind, and this shows you how much they've improved, was Thad Young. Who yeah, obviously true. got traded to the Spurs... As a result, I mean, the real thing that you've seen from the Bulls this year, they've gone and built around Levine and they've built around Vucevic now. Mm-hmm. The starting lineup, Ball, Levine, DeRozan, Williams, the rookie, and Vucevic, it's going to be interesting. I don't know how it's going to work. I, I think every trade they, they made was good, bar DeMar DeRozan. I just don't yeah. like that at all, to be honest. I think you have enough ball handlers. Um, DeMar DeRozan is a bad defender. He's very good in the pick and roll. He's probably one of the best pick and roll initiators in the league. But, I mean, so is Zach Levine. He's very good. Lonzo Ball. Like, I just don't know what DeRozan's role is in that team. And his contract is, is pretty yeah. stinky. It, yeah. it didn't really make much It didn't sense. make a lot of sense. I think they just wanted talent on their roster. Right. Yeah. The East is not that strong. They, really. had, to, they had to try something. I, think, try I something. think Lonzo was a fantastic deal. Lonzo's a great back. Very partner. surprising that he ended up signing there. Yeah. Um, I think realistically, this makes him like a, a top eight seed. Like I think yeah, easily I, pay off. Six, six to eighth is mm. kind of I think their range, and they'll come second in the division. I am just curious. Like the bench is a bit weak in the sense that they they've got good guard. Uh, Caruso is an, another excellent signing. I thought. Oh, off the bench. Off the bench yeah. Caruso and, and and Kobe White they've got there. But then it's like at the forward and center positions. Jones Jr. who struggled with the, with the Blazers, not great with the Heat. Elise Johnson, who got cut by the Nets, yeah. and uh, Tony Bradley, who again got cut by the Utah Jazz. No, the bench is uh, not good. Or 76ers. They'll stagger the minutes of DeRozan and the other two ball handlers, but I still don't know if it's enough. Yeah. I and think it, the defense will be the huge problem for them. Well, they're relying essentially on Vucevic and, and Lonzo. And Vucevic, Vucevic is not a good defender. Not really defend. defend. No. Um, Lonzo is a good defender, but he's not elite yeah. enough to actually make them a good defensive team. No. Levine's always been a bad defender. Mm. I just, I think the Bulls are going to be good. They'll probably be like a top ten offense and a bottom ten defense. I agree and that. that's usually not enough to crack a top four seed. Yeah, it, they're probably they're probably six or seven seed. Yep. In my in my yeah. yeah, yep, I agree with that. It it will be interesting to see how they they have to stagger the minutes given the bench depth as we've talked about mm. and. If they let's see if they play defense. They're a team that I am very excited to watch and just see how it works. Yeah. I think it could even be a situation where DeRozan maybe even goes to the bench, only because only because 
I think there's too many people needing the ball. Zach would have been the ball. He'll yeah. start, but yeah. it'll be like, um, I'm trying to think of a good example. It's a bit like CJ McCullum running the point yeah. position when Lillard comes yeah. out. Like he, They stay yeah. in the minutes. He'll start good. and then he'll come out early or something. I, I agree with you, Damon. I, I think the weakest positions for me on this team, they just don't have great depth at the forward or centre position. No, yeah, not at all. And so that's going to be a real struggle for them. And they lost, as we said, Markinen, Thad Young. Even Thad Young's more of a loss. Markinen really fell off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, look, I think him being in Cleveland is a, is a huge upside because he gets a, he gets a chance to play. Well, I actually really rated the kid in his first year; like he was great. Yeah, he's. I mean, look, he's had bad injuries mm. and, a few, and a few other things. It's good for him to get out of that situation, anyway. Um, let's talk about the next team, Indiana Pacers, who I think are going to come third in this division. Um, if I talk about the Pacers and I say, "What did they do this off season? They signed one player, Tory Craig. It's not enough. <laughs> um, they drafted Chris Duarte as the thirteenth pick. And they lost Aaron Holiday and Doug McDermott. And that was it. But Except TJ Warren comes back as well. But the biggest game, Rick Carlo. Yeah. And and I think that's what I had as my big, big move and shake because yeah. lineup wise, then they're unchanged. Well, TJ, I think we forget TJ Warren good, was very good in the bubble. Yeah, TJ Warren was fantastic. And he, he should really be. Like a fifteen to twenty point a game player, which for oh, them, more. probably which 20, is, 20, like low twenties. Well, you also he's got to share the ball. True, but does he start? Oh, you'd have to assume starting lineup. My starting lineup for this team, yeah. and I was kind of questioning about the shooting guard, but I went with Brogdon, yeah, Lamb, yeah, Levert, Sabonis, Turner. I think probably Lamb. Oh, you can't, you can't. Yeah. He's got to play power forward. He's not fast enough to play in the wing. Um, I, I do think that the, the biggest thing that the Pacers didn't do... Is trade Miles Turner. Yeah, trade Miles Turner. Yeah, I don't like, understand what they're doing He's a great player, but he just... Sabonis so is your guy on that team now, right? Like, that's become obvious over the last two seasons. Well, if, you, if you're going to roll with him, and that, that is the, the question, but if you're going to roll with him... You can't. He can't be playing next to Turner. He has to be playing center. I also think Levert and Sabonis are like that's a team you can build around. Mm. And I don't. It's not bad. It doesn't make sense with Miles Turner. Like Karis Levert was fantastic. You can also get a good return for Miles Turner. He's a great player on a lot of teams, just not that. If he was sent to the Celtics, which everyone has said for a million years should happen, or Golden State or any of the other teams, yeah, Golden State again. But uh, that's what I'm saying with this team. Like, because they haven't done the big move... Yeah, it's like, where does Warren play? It's like, the fit is a bit... It's janky. Yeah, it's, it's a bit off. And so I'd have, like, Warren, to be honest, on, on that basis, like, Sabonis has to play power forward with Turner playing centre. Yeah. I mean, Warren's got to start on the bench then. Um, and then you've got TJ McConnell, who they re-signed, will be off the bench. I think, I think Turner will play six, man. Do they, do they trade for Simmons? doesn't make much no. sense. Bradley no. Beal. They don't need it because, because Sabonis is already a very good point centre. Yeah. Uh, he plays a lot like a poor man's Jokic. Rogdon can shoot. Look, Levert, maybe, Levert's shooting. Maybe well. they'll finally trade Miles Turner before the start of the season. There's still time. Uh, I think they have to. I think yeah, this I team, this team, what they said is, we're happy with our lineup, which we're questioning, but they're saying, we're happy with our lineup. We've got this new rookie, Chris Duarte, who we think is going to be Ooh. the shooting guard back up. And the big move is really Rick Carlisle. Mm. I think they've gone in to say, with yeah. the Mavs, he won a championship. He's a former Pacers coach. He knows the system. He's getting paid very well as a coach. I think he's on a four-year, $28 million deal. Very good money. It's, I think they're really saying, this is the guy who's going to get us back into the playoffs. I see this as a ninth, 10th seed. They're, going to be they're, 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 they're stuck in the worst position in the NBA, which is too good to tank and not good enough to compete. Yep. And they've been like that for a few years now. So, Since Paul George I don't left. think Carlisle's going to be enough 
to fix that because who are their stars? They've pretty much no. just got Sabonis. It's Sabonis, just yeah. it is. He's the all star of the day. I do like Levert a lot. I, I like him. I a like, lot. I really but like I also like Brogdon a lot. But yeah. he's not like again. If we're talking about a team that wants to contend, surely you package some of these players together and go for a star. Uh, yeah, probably. You know what Do I mean? something. Turner and one of the perimeter players and try and get someone ac- that'll actually raise the ceiling of your team. I think the real thing is, and we're all screaming out for it, tra- trading Miles Turner would be the number mm. one thing we do yeah. because Warren then goes into the lineup. But then the then... problem is, if, you're, if you've got a front court of Warren and Sabonis, you can hemorrhage points. Mm. Yeah. They're going to be a really bad defensive team. Um, and what do we think the loss of Doug McDermott? Oh, I was thinking about the Spurs. God damn, they did well to get rid of Doug McDermott <laughs> being yeah. near the Pacers. Yeah. Terrible contract. Absolutely terrible. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, don't, don't He's not a mover and shaker. No, yeah. he's just a shooter, really, yeah. with no other uh, yeah. plus. Skills. Well, as you saw from there, I, you know, I don't think they really lose too much. Um, okay, next team, um, who I think come fourth in division, Cleveland Cavaliers. Who took the Detroit approach, which is like, let's see how many power forward incentives we can get. Let's see how badly we can tank. Yeah. Teams are being pretty transparent with what they're doing, which is just to load up on the least valuable position in the league, which is the big man, and then tank. I mean, their biggest gain in the offseason was Evan Mobley, uh, the third pick in the draft. I mean, he's he's very raw. Wait, what about marketing? I wouldn't have him as their biggest name. Um, and their biggest loss, obviously, was Larry Nance Jr. Yeah. getting traded to the Blazers for them to get Larry Markkinen. Now, the starting lineup, though, interesting enough. Like, I think Cavaliers, again, is the same story as the Pistons we're going to talk about. It's all about internal growth and development. Yeah. Sure. Sexton, Garland, Okoro, Markkinen probably starts because you're not going to start Love and Jared Allen. Love, yeah. Love will not play there this season. He, I don't, he's going to start on the bench. I don't know. I just about think Love's going to get the, waved. I, I, no, not waved, sorry, bought out. I don't think he he's going to take a pay cut, though. Yeah, he doesn't want to get paid out. And he, he, wants, he, wants, to get, he wants to get paid the full amount, or not at all. Well, no, That's what it sounds No one's like. going to take his contract. Yeah, well, maybe OKC. <laughs> I mean, there's like... There's not many teams that I can think of. No, that one Kevin Love on that contract. No. Can I be honest? The problem with this team is, I've just said all those names. Are there any stars on this team? Or do you no. see any of the young guys? Mobley is apparently... Mobley's got a huge ceiling, huge but ceiling. he's very raw. Which is why I've got him like the he backup really... to Jared Allen. Like He'll play the five position. Back he's going to play more power forward, I reckon. Because Love, which, which you, can't play love you can't play Love at the four but anymore. Then, and then oh. essentially he takes the starting position from... Marketing. Maybe. That's the idea. But I think Mobley and Allen, I mean, Mobley's not good enough. Got, their, their team doesn't make sense, to yeah. be honest. They, they yeah. took the best player available at so number three. Do you think that they trade Sexland? Like, one of them? I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't really see that helping him, though. Because, like, Sexton Garland in the guard positions, I mean, the backups here, Ricky Rubio, mm. who I thought, you know, he's going to be able to teach these guys something, but... You know, at the I, NBA level, bench. And then they signed Kevin Pankos, the Canadian guy recently, oh. who'll probably play shooting guard. Chetty Osman's on the bench. Like, the bench Osman, is... Osman it's Osman a actually thoroughly some, mediocre. It's a, it's a mediocre. actually had some sparks when he was playing, starting at power forward. But yeah, he's not good enough to move like, and shake. Like, the league saying. is ultra-talented these days. Yeah. Like, who on the Cavs is a ceiling raiser besides Mobley? But then how do no, you get how no, do you get out of this rut? If you're a Cleveland... if you're a You Cleveland, keep tanking and keep Houston, getting hard draft picks. That's, that's correct. They're a small oh, yeah. market team that no one except for LeBron James wants to play in. Which is why the contract for Allen, for me, Didn't doesn't make sense. Make sense. Five sense. years and $100 million yeah, for a center terrible. who's traditional. And he's not that good. No. He's no. a great defender, but he's... He makes no. highlights, but that's about it. 
there are some really good cheap deals for center. Center is not a, a position unless you're like Joel Embiid or Nikola Jokic especially, that you pay a hundred million dollars for. Especially Yes, fine, but they, he's in that mold where yeah. he adds a lot on offense. Like Jared Allen is a dunker. He tried to learn how to shoot, hasn't had much success with that. Like, mm. You know, what are you really saying? Especially with getting drafting Evan Mobley and then getting marketing. It made, yeah, no, it made no sense. But it they could, sense. it's not an untradeable contract. It is a little bit of a... They're probably going to have to add something yeah. to it. And they've got this Kevin Love deal for another two years. I, it I just seems like, what are you doing, right? Because you're not competing, so why are you paying Jared Allen $100 million? That's correct. Yeah. I mean, the Cavs, yeah, in my mind, finished... They finished 13th last year. Yeah. They're going to finish 13th again in the Eastern yeah, Conference. Yeah. yeah, they'll be in the bottom, the bottom five of that conference. Yeah. Um, and the last team, um, which I said are going to finish 14th and not the last in the Eastern Conference, Detroit Pistons. Who do you think is going to finish last? Orlando. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Oh, they're so injury strong. Yes. Um, I think that's the only team they're going to be in the Eastern Conference. Um, Detroit, I think they had one job in the offseason. They got the first pick, just pick Cade Cunningham. That was it. That was the one job. They did it. That was the biggest game. Cade didn't look great in summer league. I mean, in summer league. Summer league. Doesn't really matter. I think realistically Detroit are doing what Cleveland really should be doing, which is like they gutted all of their contracts and are just just preparing for the future. They will be great in five years. Maybe. Maybe. Hopefully. I mean, look. We said that about so many of these young teams that never panned out. Yeah, that's true. And I guess Cleveland is a good example of that when LeBron left in 2018. I know we don't have, I don't we know have our resident Pistons fan Nick here on the podcast, but I've really got to say this year is going to be really interesting to see how Cunningham and Killian Hayes work together. Yeah, true. and I think that's yeah. going to be their biggest story because they're going to start them together. And Hayes so far can't shoot. Cunningham shooting is a bit questionable. Yeah, and they need those two to work because I mean the starting lineup is really looking at Cunningham, Hayes, Grant, which looks out of place, Cedric Bay, and Kelly Olynyk. It's, it's yeah. a terrible team. <laughs> yeah, it's a really bad team. But it's a, really it's a perfect environment for Cade to kind of develop and, and ease into the, the league. Well, he's going to... Well... And then leave after, like, There's no talent years. around him, though, so he's going to be asked to do a lot. So Grant's decent. In. Grant's very decent. They could probably, probably yeah, trade him. Grant's pretty good. If Grant's your best player, you are one of the worst teams in the league. That's so. right. Yeah. They lost Mason Plumlee to the Hornets. I thought that was their biggest loss, which doesn't really tell you much about who they lost. Hey, he played for America in 2019. Look, Plumlee is good in his role. I don't think he is good. He's he's a decent rim protector and a, a, like a bit of a passing big man. That can he's not a starting center. Is he better than Ke- Kelly Olynyk? Is their starting center at this? Good. Stage. Kelly Olynyk was fantastic for the Houston Rockets in the last season. He, he he took like spot up threes. He was fantastic. Yeah. You look at the bench. The bench has Corey Joseph. He's still alive. Dia- Hamadou Diallo. Oh, Hamadou Diallo. Uh, oh, Josh Jackson, Trey Lyles, and Isaiah Stewart. Isaiah Stewart is it is the only interesting name there. I think he could eventually be quite a good um, yeah. center, like a Montrez Harrell type, like yeah. energy, big, like bangs the boards. Hopefully, a bit better on defense than Trez. But I know. kind of see what they're doing. They're really just going. We got we got one star potential star in Cade Cunningham. Let's try and go for another. Do they get more than ten wins this season? Yes. Oh yeah, but yeah. not more than twenty. No. no. <laughs> 20 tops. 10 to 20 is their range. That's right. why I said I still think they're going to finish above Orlando. Orlando is just going to be awful. Oh, they're going to be yeah. so bad. And, like, no one's going to watch. I think they probably have zero ESPN games, realistically. Uh, Orlando. What happened? 
They were in that, again, they were in that, that mediocrity middle, spot. And then they traded everything in, other, in five years that going to be good. Um, oh. Well, there you go. That's us talking about the what central a, what division. A, what a dis- outside of the box, what a disappointing conference. No, but the, oh, sorry, Bulls, the, Bulls, oh, I mean, the Bulls are interesting. You want disappointing? <laughs> Let's. You want disappointing. What do you have for us next Let's time? go to the Southwest, oh. which I would say the Mavs are a playoff team. Memphis are play-in teams. Everyone else, my goodness. Smelly, smelly, smelly. All right, let's um, have a look. Let's start Tell off me. with the, the, the Dallas Mavericks. Yeah. Uh, so they didn't do much in the offseason. They re-signed Luca. That was their main priority, $205 or $207 million. Great. They re-signed sure. Tim Hardaway Jr., Boban, Willie Colley-Stein. Fine. They lost Josh Richardson, which is fine because he didn't work in that he system was, yeah. at all. He pretty much was unplayable. Yeah. They got Reggie Bullock, who's a good defender, spot-up three-shooter. Yep. Moses Brown, who I actually think has quite a bit of upside. Mm. Won't start. Won't start, that's fine. And Sterling Brown. They didn't do much, but it doesn't matter because you've got another year of Luca. You're essentially modeling your entire system about Luca because he's great. And you've got a new coach in Jason Kidd. Okay. I. I where do we I, begin? Look, yeah, where to begin with the mouse? Firstly, I'm not very positive on them. I'll, I'll preface what I'm about to say. It reminds me a lot of. When LeBron James was young in those original, exactly what I was gonna in those say, original yeah, Cavaliers teams, and you had uh, Il Gorskis as your second yeah. player, much really like Porzingis. Yeah, you know, like good big men, but like really the rest of the team, not a lot of talent on there. And it didn't really matter how transcendent LeBron was; you could get LeBron could get them into the playoffs each year, but they never really got past the first or second round. Right? Mm. They were just much better teams in that conference that always knocked them out because. You know, unless you're, like, the best player of all time kind of thing, like, really, like, Jordan, LeBron, like, very high up there, it's very predictable to just have the whole offense run through one guy for 48 minutes. Like, if, if your idea of good offense is give the ball to Luca, n- knowing he's going to get double teamed and then just hope he can make a good play, uh, that can only get you so far. Yeah. But what can they do? So my thought is... Luka needs to take a step back. They need, they, they they need, need to trade Porzingis. Yeah. They need to trade Porzingis, but Luka needs to like not be so ball-dominant. Yeah, but like who else? There's no one else to... Yeah, this this team feels stuck in this 5-8 to eight seed yes. yeah. Western Where they're good position. and they can give anyone a good run in one round of the playoffs, but they'll never actually no, win. Which no. means realistically in a couple of years, Luka gets traded. He, he requests oh. he requests a trade. Uh, let's let's talk about this. Year I think first. we're we're a, a while from that. Look, okay, so the thing with Porzingis, Porzingis was still twenty points a game, nine rebounds yeah, it's just a game. The playoffs, playoffs, awful, awful, and also injury. Like yeah, Porzingis has been in and out the whole time. Yeah, they're, they're not strong enough to have a team built around Porzingis and Luca. No, Porzingis is not good enough as a star. So no. what do you do? Who do you trade Porzingis for? You can't trade him. So what do you do? I mean, uh, you could try and trade him for like Simmons or something. Simmons would be a terrible fit. Yeah, it would be a terrible fit. But Simmons could play more off the ball. Well, I mean, oh God. I think I think what I think we're kind of saying agree because they couldn't do much and didn't do much. The team is kind of on that same trajectory as what we saw last year. But, but a lot of now, teams got better. And they, I know, I know. And they did not. The, yeah, these guys, true. these guys stayed exactly the same for me because it's literally the same team except now. You don't have Josh Reggie Richardson. Bullock, didn't they? Reggie Bullock, he'll start at your shooting guard. Yeah, you'll have Tim Hardaway Jr. at small forward, Pazingas power forward, and then center. Boban, probably. Powell, Boban, Brown. They've got four centers. Willie yeah. Cauley-Stein. I don't know why they have four centers, but they've got four centers. I guess the, the problem for me is, though, like, what can Luca really do at this point to get better? He can shoot a higher percentage from three and from free throw, but, like, otherwise he's already one of the best offensive players in the league. He's a top five player. 
His defense is pretty bad. His defense is pretty bad, but he's still he made. Yeah, first. his offense is like top three. He was he was in first uh, NBA All Team, like All NBA can, Team. Can I say this? I also think they downgraded at coach. I think Jason Kidd is an awful coach. Yeah, uh, Bucks fan here uh, watching Jason Kidd um, scream at Giannis to the point where he uh, was not allowed to take three point shots is still haunting the team today. Yeah, um, I think he should take threes though. <laughs> He shouldn't, but like when he plays young, you want them to develop confidence. But but my point with Jason Kidd is that he's a players coach. The players love him, but he's not an X and O's guy. Mm. He doesn't run a good scheme. He's a bit old school in how he thinks. I'm yeah. not sure. I, I feel like he's the kind of person to really give in to Luca running the whole offense, which and is that's not the good. whole which makes problem. Luca the coach. Which is yeah, and that's kind of again like it reminds me a lot of LeBron because mm. it's like if you just got the same guy with the ball in his hands. Yeah. Now LeBron is one of the few guys that can actually win a championship playing like that, but, but I don't but know if he's he that guy. He couldn't at the end of the day. Well, he's still been like that with the the Cavs team that did win. Uh, yeah, not they, not they Miami, had, as had, much. but they had Kyrie and Kevin yes. Love. Look, I I think Luca is great, but I think unless they drastically change the team, nothing's going to change this year. Nothing's going to change next no. year. Like they have to get another star this year. As I said to you, the way they're built now. Fifth to seed, they'll win this division. They'll need a free agent. I reckon they, they're a prime candidate for like a sign and trade where someone takes Porzingis just because it's better than nothing. Yeah. Probably OKC. OKC will take everything. <laughs> but for picks. For picks, always. But, yeah. But I do think someone will want to play with Luca within the next couple of years oh, and they'll finally get a second yep. star. Okay. And then it'll be a very different situation. Okay. Yeah. Or he gets traded to the Lakers. Like, we'll see. Whatever happens. Who knows? They need a big man. <laughs> I'm assuming your second place in this is going to be the Grizzlies. Second place is the Grizzlies, yeah. of course. So they obviously had to play and made the eighth seed last year. And then they did something strange where they traded Valanciunas, who was their second best player on the team, for Adams and then Eric Bledsoe. Got rid of Bledsoe. I think for them, they didn't do a whole heap in the offseason. Um, they kind of kept the same team besides Valanciunas. They pretty much switched Valanciunas with Stephen Adams. Dylan Brooks looked quite good in the playoffs. The question for me about Memphis is Jarrett Jackson Jr. He played 11 games last year. He played 57 the year before, 58 the year before that. If he can have a healthy season, yeah. he's a 20 and 10 player. Yeah. And he a really very should good be. defender. He's a fantastic defender mm-hmm. and he can shoot threes. Yeah. He's in his last year of his contract as well. And I think they've done the smart thing of not extending him early like mm-hmm. they have in other people in yeah. his draft class. You need to see you, what he is. You don't know what he is. Yeah. I agree. I think their ceiling is dependent on him as being the second star. 100%. Um, and without... To me, he, was shown, kind of, he always looked like a bit of a poor man's Kevin Garnett. Um, and I say poor man's, but he has a very similar skill set. Like, he's a good shooter from pretty much anywhere. He's decent mm-hmm. in the post, very good defender. Um, he's just... You know what the weirdest thing about Jaron Jackson Jr. is? He's an awful rebounder. Yeah, which is surprising because he's quite a big tall yeah, boy. That'd be the, bi- the biggest area. And, and to be honest, like... You, you think it's not that big of a deal, but that prevents him from playing centre. And that would really unlock their whole offence. Yeah. You know, if you can suddenly have him at the five and you play a bit of small ball, because he yeah. is 6'11". Yeah. Um, but he has to be able to defensive rebound. Yeah. And, and look, they Desmond Bain was great off the bench last year. Um, Brandon Clark as well, another good, well, yeah. I think he's a sophomore now. I think realistically, like their starting lineup, essentially you just take out Valentinus put in Adams, and yep. then it's Carl Anderson, um, Jarrett Jackson, um, it's, Dylan yeah. Brooks, and it's a, mi- it's, a, it's a bit of a middling team. It's, it's oh. a team that's not good enough to go anywhere. What they did this year was really interesting because it looks like they were like, we still are in the development stage, which mm-hmm. is why they traded Valentinus out, who's 
I think, a better player than Stephen Adams. And they got a higher draft pick where they went with Zari, Zari Williams. Zaire Williams. You know what's crazy as well? Stephen Adams is the highest paid player on that team wow. and he's making 17 million. The next highest is Dylan Brooks at 12 million. Yeah. And then, and then Carl Anderson is really. 9 million. Yeah. That is one thing that they've done well. They have no bad contracts. Um, yeah, seriously. It'll be, I think, again, but on the base of this team, they're again a 9th to 10th seed. Like, yeah, they haven't gotten any better. They haven't gotten any worse. No, but they'll, you could, they'll be in the play in, but this year, they're not beating Golden State. Like, for that no, play in no, spot. No, not you know with Clayback. Like, no. Not with Clayback. Um, but it, it's kind of this like we're putting, and I don't know how long John Morant's going to want this, but it's like we're putting, you know, the push to make playoffs and be a really good team mm-hmm. on hold front of the year. Yeah. Is what they've done. And, you know, you can agree with it, you may disagree with it. They know they're not good enough, right? They know they're not even close. Yeah. yeah. But they've got another year to de- develop. Like, John Morant's not going anywhere. Jared Jackson will probably resign. Like, yeah. he, Jared Jackson is, is I guess, the, the difference maker right now because you know Jar's going to keep getting better. Yeah. The rest of the team. Uh, Doesn't not, really, Dylan yeah. Brooks did take a step forward. Besides yeah, getting not fouled a, out. He's not an all star. I, I am no, curious to see how Jarrett Culver goes. Yeah, Jarrett um, like that, that, that's an interesting... I mean, like again, I said, off, interesting. Off but again, the these are all interesting, but not, no, you know, not huge ceiling raises. No. Can I be honest? Savor these moments. At least Memphis have a chance of making the play-in. <laughs> the next three teams, it's just going to be sad. What, what have you got next for us, Harry? So the next team, it's a toss-up between the Spurs and New Orleans, but realistically... It let's should it should be New Orleans, but let's do Spurs. I think New Orleans is we'll get there, but they they're really, a dumpster fire. Yeah, um, they really which again does make sense. In fairness, though, the Spurs took on a terrible, like probably the worst off season contract in Doug McDermott. That was awful. That was just absolutely oh, terrible. Did they? Demar Derozan says hello. Mm. What else did they get back for taking uh, McDermott? I can't remember. Um, do they do they just see no, more no, they, in him than uh, no that's it no they they just, just they just they basically and also good. Zach Collins was a terrible contract like yeah, so what they did in free agency doing. they got Zach Collins and, and Bryn, Bryn Forms is back yeah. at the Spurs by a trade they got Alpha Amin, Amina who's played like five minutes over the past ten years Doug McDermott and Thaddeus Young Thaddeus Young did look good and he had his moments. But again, like you're relying on, you've lost. I know DeRozan. You've lost three of your best players in Patty Mill, Rudy Gay, and Demar Derozan. And obviously Aldridge is gone as well. Aldridge is also gone. They drafted drafted Joshua Primo at the twelfth pick, which is again everyone thought way too high. I, I actually think you're right. They probably should be worse than the. Pelicans. They should be worse. Yeah. You're, you're relying on Derek White and Dejounte Murray yeah. as you're starting. Um, they'll they'll have a bottom five offense this year. Oh, easy. Kelvin Johnson is is fine, but fine. again. Not great. Jakob Pertl, I actually quite like. Good defender, but really, yeah, what good. else does he give you? And where's your shooting coming from? No, it's right. gonna, it's gonna have to be defense. They, first they will be, they will be a bottom five offense. I, I can see. Yeah. You know the thing with the Spurs. This yeah. is the first year you look. They have no stars. No. Nothing. No. There's, got, there's no, nothing. there's no, there's no stars. They don't even have team. second tier. They don't no. even have B grade. Like, really Demar Rose and Lamarcus Aldridge used to be all stars. Would be great. Their best st- players are C yeah. grade. Their, their starting lineup outside of Dejounte Murray. Would not start on maybe twenty of the teams in the yeah, league, maybe twenty five teams in the league. So, yeah. so basically, your starting lineup is White, Murray, mm-hmm. Keldon Johnson, yeah, 
Yuck I guess Thad Young, Thad Young, and then Yucca Pearl. That is yeah. a really bad starting. It's a line. terrible lineup, and then you've got Lonnie Walker. Off the I back. actually, I actually did not. This is my fault. But I did not realize it was <laughs> this bad. Uh, that's what I'm saying. I, I actually think <laughs> I the have Spurs, not been paying attention. Obviously, the Spurs yeah. will win games because they're the Spurs and they've got pop. But there is no way they are better than your D- defense. Is the only, like Doug McDermott got signed because they had no other three point shooters. Defense is the only way this team will win. Oh, it's gonna, no one's going to win games. It's yeah. going to be awful. I don't think they're elite enough on the defensive end to win a lot of games, to be honest. No. Do they make the play? No. No, no way. They're like, they're probably like 12th or 13th. Like, they are bad. I actually, now that you've told me about it, I actually <laughs> think it's more like 13, 14. Like, yeah. They're bad. Houston yeah. will definitely be the worst. Yeah. The worst. But yeah. I think the Spurs are uh, they're pretty, pretty up there. Because you, you expect Minnesota to be better. I can't ever write off a pop team. I'm sorry, I can't. This team, though, even they, last year, God damn, they were bad. They haven't been good for years. I know, yeah, they, they came 10th last Kauai. year. They, yeah. they came 10th last year. I think they'll probably but they go have. down. They really shouldn't have come to end. Do we think New Orleans make the play in then? No. no. Oh, my also, God. Okay, also let's, let's okay. go to New Orleans. So, they... Oh, here we go. Lost, uh, they lost Lonzo. Stephen Adams, Lonzo, Eric Bledsoe. Eric Bledsoe, who cares? Stephen Adams, who cares? Lonzo's Lonzo. Lonzo. Oh, my God. He was a restricted free agent... Yeah. And Zion wanted him, and Brandon Ingram. And he was a good him. fit for Zion. Yeah, he was a perfect fit. He, didn't, he doesn't need a lot of touches. He's so, pass first. So who did they get? They got Valanciunas, who did look really good, and he can do a bit more offense. Fine. They got Devonte Graham, Garrett Temple, Sadoransky. Who cares? Oh, Their draft so was fine, but like realistically, they also lost James Johnson, who actually did pay some minutes for them. They had a terrible off-season. Zion Zion is at a stage where he is going to start getting angry. Brad Ingram, why is he still on the team? I was about to say, it's bad in a vacuum. It's worse in the context of apparently Zion's camp already wanting out. He's only played there for two years. Oh, but like, I think they have to trade both Brandon Ingram and Zion. No, they won't. They won't. They they won't. But like, what are they going to do? These two stars... Are going to be miserable there because Brandon Ingram is a fantastic player. My question is: I think what they're really relying on, and maybe something we're underestimating. The the only thing I'm underestimating, they're really relying on the two guards, Nikhil Alexander Walker and Kira Lewis Jr. One of them has to be really good. Good luck, (laughs) because you're probably starting one of them. We're alongside Devonte Graham. Yeah, Josh Hart, I guess, starts at small forward. Look, no, I'm no, sorry, Ingram, 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 Ingram Zion, Zion, and, and then, then Valanciunas, which is fine, but their bench is essentially just Josh Hart. Again, Josh Hart, one of the Josh guards. Josh probably start. Josh Hart should probably ask for a trade. No, he just got reset. Jo- Josh I Hart know. needs to play so, a shooting guard on that team, and I, yeah. I, I, I'm, my personal assumption is that he'll start at shooting Well, then you put Devontae Graham on the bench or put him as no. point guard? I, no, you put him as point guard, yeah. Graham, Graham's yeah. going to start, but you need to start yeah, with these I, young guys. You'll have Sadoransky off the bench. Sorry, let's not... Yeah, has taken quite a few steps back. Like Sadoransky will be your backup point guard. You're uh, probably going to have one of Lewis Jr. or Alexander Walker starting alongside... I, 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 I disagree. I think you'll have Josh... Hart. Well, it's just... You know what's crazy? None of those players are starting caliber players. No. Well... Maybe Josh Hart. Oh, of the young guys, yeah. Of, of everyone we've just they, mentioned. They got a new coach as well, Willie Green. I think at the end of the day, they had the worst off-season out of all of them. Yeah, I agree. Because... In the context you, of Zion as it well. It is so easy to lose your superstar. They are relying so heavily yeah. on they, running They have the smallest Zion. market in the league, or top bottom three. And they really, they have really muffed this up, and you don't want another Anthony Davis situation. Well, you, I, I can almost guarantee you we're headed exactly for that. Anthony yeah. Davis and Drew Holiday have rings. 
Yeah. They both have yeah, rings. I know. Yeah. They both left and got rings. Oh, God. Pelicans, you, you, what are you doing? I think, you know, it, it almost gets to the point with New Orleans where it's like they're in danger of losing their franchise if it keeps happening. Yeah, move it to Vegas or Seattle. Yeah, because they're a very small market. Ownership keeps cocking it up. And, you know, if, if you keep getting first, you know, number one picks yeah. and you keep squandering them, like, what are they doing? Even if you can't get the talent for Zion, at least get the fit right. Yeah. You know, at least keep surround Zion. the shooters. Yeah, you paid no one anything. Yeah. Keep Zion. Yeah. Uh, keep Lonzo. You know, and Zion is not Giannis, right? Like, he's not loyal to no. New Orleans for no, no reason, no. you know? Like, no, he's not a nice little Greek boy. No, exactly. He's, he's been groomed to be a superstar since he was a kid. And he probably wants to play in a big market, so you're already at a disadvantage. Play on to New York? It's, but this is the thing, right? He wants to play for one of those big markets, so you're already at a disadvantage even if you do do everything right. Mm. Now, if you actively do the wrong poorly, thing. Oh, no. you're going to lose it. Yeah, I think so. That's my yeah. expectation. Like I said, Luca will be disgruntled. This is a whole other kettle of fish. At yeah. least Luca makes playoffs. The Lonzo and, ball thing was a real stuff up, and the real stuff up was, was is they were up. they were going for um, Kyle Lowry, and they didn't get and him. didn't get him. And I just still don't understand. He was a restricted Lowry. free agent. Yeah, you 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 let that wait until right at the end. You yeah. go for Kyle Lowry, see if you can get him, and if not, then you just, just resign Lonzo. Yeah, 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 I don't yeah. know how they screwed they it up. They really so stuffed that up, and I think they will be. Originally, I thought they keep Lonzo. They're probably a play-in team. They're probably one of the bottom teams now. It I just like they could be a ten seed. The problem is you have no yeah, defense maybe. or playmaking on that team. No, like who is your still point guard? The, they're still better than the Spurs. I don't. It's actually you no, know what? I don't know if that's true. I think that's true. I think defensively, they've got no defense. They're the opposite of the Spurs. The Spurs are a good defensive team with no offense. Yeah. Yeah. These guys will be a good, good offense. This, good is, offensive this is a very team. tight yeah. game between the yeah. two. <laughs> They're and both like, good terrible. Either way. They're probably 10th, both 11th. I'd say worse. No, 12th, 13th. They're, they're wow. quite bad. Okay. Yeah. Unless Zion's really taken it. Well, look, like we always forget with these young teams, like internal development. If Zion yeah. comes out and he's a 30-point game, yeah, and he's Shaq, then they'll be better. Yeah. But if besides that, like, the height of Zion good? has simmered though. But he's very good. He is very good. He's and just so quite a bad defender. Ingram is also very good. Yeah. Yes. And has improved his defense from when he was Ingram's like, improved like his defense. Zion is surprisingly a liability on that end. Yeah, I know. Mm. But he, he is young. Big, he's, he's young yeah. and he's a big boy. Yeah, big let's, boy. Let's a chunky boy. Smoothie chunky boy. king. Smoothie king. So should we move on to the uh, the bottom of the pile? Do we really have to? 15. Just very briefly. 15 uh, seed in the, the Western Houston Conference. Rockets. They, via free agency, re-signed James Harden. <laughs> they, the only free agency signing was Anthony Lamb, who I've never heard of. And Dan- Daniel. They got him by a trade. Okay, sure. This, again, fine. Essentially, they're, they're hoping for their young guns, Jalen Green, to step up and be a superstar. You're hoping that... Look, you've still got Daniel House, who is quite a good defender. Kenyon Martin showed that he can provide offense. Kevin Porter Jr. obviously provided offense. Jace, even just saw Shane Tate showed he can provide offense. You know, Kyrie Thomas was fine. They are tanking. Jalen Green will have a nice development season. He'll put up ridiculous stats. Kevin Porter Jr., if you want him in fantasy, guarantee you he's going to be a, a huge fantasy player. I don't know if he starts, though. You think he doesn't start? No, come on. That team is so oh my God, the team is so talent. bad. I, I There's no okay, talent. Okay, so who do you think the starting lineup is? Jay Sean Tate? <laughs> yeah. I, no, they can't. Okay, sorry. It'll be John Wall, because they're trying to rehab his Oh, yeah, his I value. forgot they have John Wall. Have John Wall. Yeah, because they want to trade him. John Wall, Jalen Green. Also, John Wall doesn't end the season with the Houston Rockets. His contract's oh, very no. smelly. He'll go to, they'll buy him out, probably. They'll probably buy him out. John Wall, Jalen Green. 
Yeah. Forward position, it's either going to be Porter Jr. I think or it's, it's going to be Porter Jr. Or it's going to be Deshaun Tate. It's Porter Jr. I think so. Power probably. forward is probably going to be Christian Wood. Yep. Christian Wood is a shining light and only player that I think will remain with the team that's actually decent. And you sign Daniel Thies, he's probably starting. Or it's going to be Alperin Sengun, the Turkish centre who they also signed. It'll be one of those two. John Wall is going to want out also. And he's probably going to take a buyout. Unlike Kevin Love, I think he'll probably get traded yeah. to a contender. The thing is with these guys, they kind of they, they, they haven't finished the project in the sense that they've still got guys on like winning con- like on bad contracts in the sense that yeah. they've got Eric Gordon. What's he still doing? Uh, he'll get traded. Daniel House Jr., what's he doing there? Like, these are older guys who aren't going to improve. They're, they're doing, I guess, the opposite of... Gordon will get bored out, I reckon. Who, who was I saying before that had very... Oh, Memphis. Memphis yeah. are a good team that have low contracts. They have to get rid of Gordon. They have to get rid of Wall. I DJ mean, Augustine. DJ Augustine. Still I don't know why. Christian Wood you obviously keep because he is... I don't know. know. No, I actually I, I, don't I, I know either. You haven't traded? I've traded him And you restart completely and just yeah. draft right. the next five How years. How old is Jalen Green? Jalen Green's 19. Christian Wood is 26. Yeah, yeah, okay, you get rid of Christian yeah. Wood. You, you, you literally, they think they have now found the face of their franchise. I watched Jalen Green play in Summer oh, League. He looks excellent. He looked fan. He looks like the next kind of Paul George kind of player. Like, you know, three-level scorer, rangy, defender. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He could be very good. I think his shot selection's terrible. He's 19. And that's okay. Yeah, he's 19. but you can tell how talented he is. So you're the Rockets. You think you found your face of the franchise for the next yeah. 10 years. Yep. Anyone who's not in his timeline should be gone. And which, yeah. which is what I'm saying. I think it's like the, what the Grizzlies have done, right? Anyone who's not in Ja Morant's timeline is gone. Yeah. I think they they will be doing a few. I think they've they've still got trades to do this this during the season. And they've and got the a season. heap of picks. They got a ton of picks. They they got, they'll get more. Picks. They'll get more. Okay. Like, I think they they they'll do just take them bad contracts and tank again. Try Correct. and find a second star to play with. Um, uh, as I said, what they probably re- not this year. They've got a couple of years as well. They're in no rush. They're very no. different. I think to like a Luca situation or a New Orleans situation. But I really mm-hmm. like what they did. I think what they really set themselves oh, okay. on. As I really liked what they did during the draft. The Daniel Thais on four years made no sense. Again, not on the timeline. Doesn't make any sense to but me. But maybe they're thinking they can flip him. Maybe. Um, I mean, the, the, use the cap on something. The big yeah. thing is Jalen Green, Alperin Sengun, Usman Garuba, who's apparently a very good defender, will play power forward, and Josh Christopher. I think they had a good, good draft. Yeah, they I, did I exactly think they had a good draft. To do. Yeah, they'll be the worst team in the in the conference, possibly in the league, um, and they'll allow Jalen Green to develop, and they'll yeah. try and get another high draft. Pick. You know what the funny thing is, though, compared to that team, I still think that team is still better than the Detroit Pistons, and it's still better than the Orlando Magic. Um, that is also the sound of the Galahs telling us that it is time, unfortunately, to wrap up the show. We, we ended with the Houston Rockets. We'll be back in a fortnight with two new divisions to dissect before the season starts in about six weeks. So thank you for listening to Calling Bank, and we'll be back very soon. See you, guys. See you.